Welcome to the Album Crawl, a podcast where me, I, James Johnson, here with my co-host, Paul Johnson. Paul Johnson, yes, there he is. We go through, well, typically we go through an album a week, go through what we like, what we don't like, but it's not happening this week. Doing a little something different. It's the end of the year, and I personally love year-end lists. For yeah. those of you who are listening on Spotify, you all got your wrapped 2020s. I don't know how you felt about it. Paul, how'd you feel about yours? There was some, there was some, definitely some data errors going on for sure. But uh, other than that, I would say pretty, pretty accurate, pretty accurate. I don't feel that there was data errors in mine. I feel like it is accurate, but I'm like, I look at it and I'm like. No bunch of songs are on here just because they're on my running playlist. And I'm like, that's not, I just don't like that. Like technically, yes, I listen to it than other songs. Doja Cat's Say So is my number five songs. Do I have a problem with that? Kind of. <laughs> Do I like the song? Of course. Wow, is it my problem with it? What's your problem with liking Doja Cat? There's nothing wrong with liking Doja Cat. I just, I don't feel it, it properly represents me. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I, I'm, I was a little offended. Is that Starfucker was my number one artist. Love Starfucker, but it just—it's just because I had their their out their new album, Future Past Life, came out this year, and mm-hmm. it was a really easy one to put on in the background. So I just had it on repeat for a couple of weeks. And that, yeah, so definitely. Still, yeah. I think a lot of people have a sleeping playlist. Yeah, as the number one. So. That happened to me last year. I had so many sleeping songs on here, but I now they now have the sleep timer feature, so that doesn't happen. Anyway, but, so love your list. So I, we're I played all night. You I do sleep music going all night. You go it all I night. Up, I wake up and the sleep music's going, and I'm like, yeah. And you like that? It is. It is enjoyable to wake up to. That is true. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. Post post snoozing your alarm. Yeah, I usually turn it off and put on the hardest shit that I can imagine. Do you do that? I, so yeah, I know people do, in the morning. There's a lot of people who are like, I gotta get going. I gotta play like the most energetic kind of stuff. I'm like, I gotta ease into it. I always play like classical in the morning or like ambient stuff you're not like that i play whatever the first thing in my head is in the morning do you wake up with songs in your head? something like yes two days ago i played uh I, I woke up right away and was like my way frank sinatra that's and amazing i do this like three times a week that that is a great day starter i would say my way by it frank really sinatra was. yeah and it, the best part is it gave me an orchestral version first and i was like oh yeah nice <laughs> so yeah but you know whatever I, I like to throw i like to throw a curveball at myself on occasion but interesting I'm a creature of habit. I kind of do the same thing all the time. Well, speaking of all the same thing all the time, uh, this is a music discovery episode. So we're <laughs> going to be, uh, Jay's, I'm basically, I, I guess that, so we're, go, we're reviewing all, all pop songs only published in 2020. Yes. And we both have chosen five songs. And uh, we uh, don't know. We don't know what each other's songs are. And we're going to play them in no particular order. We're going to, one of us is going to start. We're not sure what. And the next person will respond with a song. So it won't be necessarily like five, four, three, two, one. We're going to make a little freeform mixtape. Shout out to the No Filler podcast. They gave me the inspiration for this one. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. I think that's it. So no yeah. album this week. We're doing some songs and we're going to, we're going to hang out. Yep. Um, so how do, how do you want to do this? Who wants to go first? Do you have, do you? about to say well starting off just what was your experience like with with the 20 the music of 2020 oh you want to you want to delve into the music of 2020 
yeah, all, all the, looking through all of your options in these, in these five songs, what's uh, did you gain a, a kind of a opinion at all it, of like it, it definitely made me feel like wow while there was a lot of good stuff released this year it's funny how music works where it's like there's a lot of songs i'd love to put on this list but they came out in 2019 like there's a lot of songs that stuck with me that t- the tail end of 2019 yep like we got fk jay's ep we got tim atlas's ep that i was just playing earlier we got i want to see actually in my top songs there was quite a bit of stuff that came out and i just loved and it just kind of spilled over, so I couldn't do it for this list. So then I'm like, I see what I'm limited to, and it may be like, do I really love that song? But for me, it's because it has, it still feels like it hasn't been enough time to really let the song sink in and really f- pick the ones that are going to stay with me for a long time. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. So like, because because some songs age well with you, and yes. some some don't. Some are just a hot trend for a minute, and then exactly. They some stick around for a long time some don't appear well you know aren't hits at the beginning but then age just like they are for artists exactly and so that's why i was trying to pick songs that i feel will stay with me that's what i was that's what i was going for what about Uh, you that's a really good that's a that because we 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 purposefully left this blank to so that we wouldn't um end up with you know I think same list, or we could kind of use whatever uh, quantifiers we want to decide this list. For me, it was, I basically went through the playlist that I had and picked out all the songs that I had played and just been like, what what song do I, did I really like the most? You know, like what song did really? I really, that, that, that was like, uh, I play, I didn't, maybe I didn't play it the most, but like I found myself humming it or like I looked into the artist and was curious about it or, you know, something like that. And uh, a lot of them, my music also was from 2019, <laughs> 2018. Um, it, but it's funny, we'll, we'll talk about this, you know, next year and it'll be like, we'll probably say the same things. Like a lot, a lot of these songs that we're talking about in this episode are going to have aged with us well mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and we'll still be listening to it a year from now. I hope so. I think, I think yeah, I think so. Um, some good stuff though. I'm pretty proud. Although I will say, when I say off the get go, although this should be no shock because it's me, but there aren't. I was like, oh, this is gonna be a bummer to listen to because all my music, no, all my music is just very chill, (laughs) very low tempo. I listen to a lot of relaxed music, Mm. so I was like, okay, I got one upper, I got one mid, and three lows. That's what I narrowed it down to. So yeah, we're gonna see how it goes. That's, I don't know what, that's, that's funny call, call, yeah, classification <laughs> yeah well i'm ter- thinking in terms of listening to it but hey they're great songs so I, I stand by them i have no problem with it uh, yeah I, I it's funny that you but you describe it in invert in terms of tempo is kind of how it landed kind of, how, yeah. how you're describing it and yeah for me it was more like uh for me it was it was song like one song is meaningful one song is fun one song is is that on purpose no is this after the fact kind of kind of on purpose like i i you know i took like 15 songs and then drilled them down to five so same at ones so i picked a variety on purpose that would be different for different like activities or feelings or moods or whatever interesting yeah i didn't yeah i didn't really do that i only just thought about it this was on the bus ride home i was looking at the songs that i had picked and i was like oh okay well i was trying to pick the last song and i was trying to like put it in based on those oh nice yeah the last one's ours but the first the top three basically four i was like these are on there i don't care uh, if ands or buts you yeah. could name the songs 
What? You can name the songs, right? When it hit, you were like, I know this song's going to be on there. A hundred percent. There's three that I was like, it's not, no question. These are. It's weird. I didn't. I normally would. I normally would have. But yeah. I, I think uh, the Alexa, like I said before, Alexa, uh, I play almost all of my music through Alexa. Hmm. So I think that's changed, changed the way that I listen to music. Um, but we already had that discussion, so we don't need to go into that. Yeah. But uh, maybe we can start off with, uh, you want to toss on the first song, since I think you're already hosting. I I guess I will. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll start the first one. I kind of want to I kind of want to start with the upper. If that sounds okay with you. Hey, you know you picked the opener to the album. We're doing <laughs> we're we're building a 2020 album, except for that's not the activity at all. But oh wait, you can't. Maybe oh. best hits of 2020 album. All right. So uh, I think do I start with no introduction? Or do I say what it is before I start playing it? To you. First one. It's a popular one. I think a lot of people would have known it. He didn't. He didn't put out an album, but he put out a single. It's a uh, the difference by Flume and Tori Moa. So sick. Hold up, you're muted. Are you muted? I was muted, yeah. I wanted to mute during the song. Uh, the first time I listened to this song, I knew it was one of my favorite songs. It was one of those things where it's not a lot, not a lot that happens. But a lot of times that happens where it's just like instantaneous, it clicked with me. I was like, hey, this is going on my running playlist. And <laughs> And B, I want to show this to everybody that I know that has any interest in any sort of like EDM or even Tori Moi, which I feel like had a big influence on this song, to be honest, because my biggest thought with this is this is not a typical Flume song. Uh, it, it fits in with the stuff that you did with like Vera Bloom, Vera Blue. 
That's true. Yeah, with that snare especially. It, what was that? What was the one you had it on one of our I think playlists? It's the chorus ooze that do it for me from Tori Ma. I bet that was him 100%. Absolutely. It is so well, it's interesting cuz it's that it's the plugging into a, a a keyboard so they can like precisely like he's not, you know, you can't actually stop it that fast. Like it's chopped up, but just chopped up enough where it's not completely obvious but just like perfectly hitting the notes you know what i mean yeah yeah it's probably a mix of several different sounds yeah and so it i i would i would run to this and i would i would run for 30 minutes and i'd have it on repeat and only listen to the song whoa straight up it that that's how the song hit me like i during the summer i had this on a straight repeat which i do not do that is not how i absorb songs so I love it. I think it's ener- in a, in the perfect energy. It's two minutes and 19 seconds, which is why I basically played the whole thing. And it, it just, uh, I love it. It's fun. Wow. It's catchy. I love Tori Ma's voice. He put out that album last year that I really liked as well. Ordinary Pleasure. It's the hit song off of it, but I don't that know. Was me and Paul's July 4th song. That and was Blake's. Sick. Shout, that out was Blake. Sick. <laughs> Shout out Blake. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, I, I can't. I, I will. This song, and it was, and, and, and it took. What were we were talking about earlier about the song staying with you? This is definitely the one that, the way that it hit for me. Usually, when songs do that, are songs that within you know a month I'll be like, yeah, 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 that was that was pretty crazy. I was really into that song, but I'm over it now, and and I could still listen to the song on repeat. Well, I, I can see why there's a, there's a quality to the song that uh, makes it makes it enduring. I think it's the simplicity of it. Yeah. Uh, simplicity specifically of the chorus because th- that is the best part of the song and it's not even close. But it, uh, it I mean, it has no words. Yep. And I think just suing. That's it. It's yeah. yeah. It's, they they that, they that's fi- what makes it more long lasting. I think so too. I think they just they hit the nail on the head. Like he put out here, he had put out an extended version that was three minutes and 57 seconds and i hated it i thought i would like the extended intro but i realized like no i want to get in and get out like i they, they it was, it's the perfect yeah. length you know so yeah, yeah. like it works as a pop song i don't i don't want i don't need to like it's not this is not fine art this is just sick and maybe it is fine art in its own way but it feels like straight dopamine to my brain yeah it yeah. feeds the beast really well <laughs> yeah yeah definitely definitely yeah i would say so so fun fun funny that you have this song is the first one that you chose because this was in my finishing five uh my original finishing five and you showed me this song really you said you put me onto the song obviously Uh i'm a huge film fan but i didn't know it came out yet Mm -hmm. and hit me up and and i've been listening to it since uh this hit harder for you than it did for me but it definitely was the hit of the playlist that it was on so i i took it out because i kind of knew that you were going to have it on there so um good guess this was this was for me this is one of my obvious it could not not be on here that's a good song that's a that is a really fun song and <laughs> and he played it did he play it live i don't I remember imagining him playing it live but honestly i don't remember if he actually did i mean this i mean we saw so we saw him last year August and I, I yeah I don't remember. I, if if he did, I didn't notice. Yeah, if I, did. I didn't. I didn't particularly remember. But you know, if you don't know a song, it's a little harder to remember it. Yeah. After yeah, the definitely. fact. 
Yeah, it's really easy to remember the stuff that Flynn did, the super experimental stuff where he was doing like Amber and the stuff from that little mixtape that he made. Yeah. Uh, but he had Vera Blue come out on stage. Yep. And they played her song, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't recall this, but man. Tori Ma definitely did not come out. I would have known. <laughs> would you go see Flume Flume again if you had Yes. Yeah. Okay. He I I've seen him. That was my third time. Uh I think we've both spoken of hating him live. And this last time time at lightning in a bottle. Not well, not terrible time, but it was just like the, the didn't match my expectations. The Flume biggest shrug the time favorite artist at the time yeah it came up and it just wasn't wasn't yeah that's kind of how i had felt too and this time well i didn't think he like hit it like it wasn't like the most amazing thing ever i thought he obviously experimented more and did a lot more cool stuff on stage both visually and you know sonically whatever and so it was definitely way more interesting as opposed to him just literally going up and playing his songs yeah so show for sure when i when i think of flume i do think of a bunch of weird shit going on so that's what i wanted to hear and and i didn't get that before but i got it this time so i was like sure. yeah i would i would see him again I'm surprised he's never brought a large live jaguar on stage seems like something flume would do you know he you know he ate, ate his ass, ass on yeah <laughs> okay i just want to make sure you know he's not like not ridiculous <laughs> that's what i mean uh, like t- i wouldn't be that shocked if you brought out a live jaguar on a, on a leash yeah yeah uh, totally I threw that jaguar would freak out it's a lot of life mu- it's a lot of loud, loud really loud music <laughs> I, I would not have a good time no jaguar would not be having a good time that's for sure uh, even if it was a jaguar before before man. before we go to the next song can, I, can we take a little break yeah, we just started yeah well we're taking a break <laughs> <laughs> and we're back so uh you want to hit me over with the host and uh i will get us going on the next song go for it i am the host now <laughs> yeah, me and paul do this we do this show over zoom as he lives in chicago i live in new york and uh we wanted to make sure we didn't know the other song, so we got to pass back and forth the host so we can make it a little bit more. Oh, yeah, don't look at my screen right now. So I'm not even going to look. I'm going to close my eyes. I, I, I just covered all the other songs, but you'd still be able to see the artist. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm um, just close my eyes. Okay, this, this is a three minute and 50 song of five seconds.
I'll be damned if this old man don't start to count his laws. But it's still alright. See, you learn a lot out there how to scorch and burn. Only have to bury your friends. Then you find it gets worse Standing out on a ledge With no way to get down Start praying for wings to grow Oh baby, just let go Hard left from my Wing. my big upper, huh? Wing. <laughs> uh, yeah, yep, totally. That was, I um, I really enjoyed that. I don't know him. I mean, like, I had heard of him before. Well, he was always. Oh, you're getting that buzzing sound again. Um, I always knew him. Nathaniel Rateliff and the Knights. Why is this happening? What is uh, it? No, there's just like this weird buzzing noise, but I think it's okay now. Um, I always think Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats, and they always play Red Rocks a lot of times, and they uh, they do a really good job. And I know they're like pretty popular. What is that noise? Is it coming from me? I I can't. Yeah, it's hard to tell because. Well, I'm watching the participants to see if it comes from you. Bop, 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 bop. No. But it's like that sound you get when you're trying to plug in something, a chord into an amp, and it's like that. But. Strange. I don't know. It happens, it happens all the time. We, uh, we've talked about it. Anyway, 
I'd heard of him, but I never really looked into it. And then Mia showed me a song this summer, I think, of a solar album from him. And I was like, wait, this is really good. I didn't know that because I've heard the Night Sweats thing and I hated it or I did not like it at all. So but I liked his solo work a lot. I found so I, I didn't make the connection. I knew I had heard his name before. I, I couldn't make the connection between Nathaniel Ray and the Night Sweats. I think I saw like a tiny desk by them at one point. Yeah. Wait, you didn't make the connection? It's literally his name. No, I know. I, I just thought he was like <laughs> some... I, I heard the song from a Spotify recommendation and then I listened through it and I was like, Nathaniel Ray, I just assumed he was like some country dude. I didn't, I didn't realize until like two weeks ago that it was that it, he wasn't he didn't wasn't a big solo artist oh i see and, and then i didn't so i i hadn't gotten to that point um, interesting i'll have to go check him out um yeah i mean how wait, so how did you find this song uh spotify recommend uh discover weekly uh discover weekly mm-hmm. so weekly knocked it out i yeah i really like this song this is a great song is it right it's and it, it's the biggest hit off his off his album and i was like man it's folky is it country? I don't know. It definitely reminds me a lot of like a Bob Dylan. Uh, it, although maybe that's just because I saw the title and it's I just makes does make me think of Don't Think Twice. It's all right with that plucking guitar and all right being in the title. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're both acoustic guitar songs. No, no, he's got the like I don't know. He's 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 doing a little plucking. Yeah, it's is, definitely some finger style uh, acoustic guitar. Yeah, no doubt. But his voice, was, yeah, that was. And, and, oh, uh, my, my biggest takeaway is probably that very reverb-heavy electric guitar in the underlying part of that song that comes in about halfway. I, that's that's what I was like. Oh, okay, I have to add this to one of my playlists because this is I, fantastic. I haven't even noticed it. You haven't? No, I mean not specifically. Like I didn't, I didn't pick it out. This is back. It's good. It's it's just, it comes in about halfway and just like chills under the surface and then he does a little bit of a solo uh, about three quarters of the way in but that was i uh thoroughly enjoyed it i would say nice. yeah but uh yeah definitely a strange curveball to toss as you right after playing flume yeah yeah what what made you what made you think of doing that uh honestly what made me think of it was like i thought that that was probably the most important song that you had on the playlist and this was my most important one so in what way it was it your most important Oh, it's, I, I just, it, I think, I feel like it sums up my, my time in the last six months, the best, not our year, sir, the best, really. Summed up 2020 for me pretty good. Like, kind of was just a sad country song. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, that kind of. I didn't, I didn't really listen to all the lyrics and, and stuff like that. I just really like his voice coming up with the still all right. Mm-hmm. That, that really hit. And I was like, kind of sounds like a Chris Stapleton jam. And uh, I don't even like country at all. Uh, don't listen to country at all. Yeah, much. but I, yeah, I, I would not, I would not put that in country. That's not country. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I put that country. way more in folk, folk and blues. Yeah, folk for sure, definitely blues. Uh, but yeah, so all right, so I, I, t- I took it down a big notch. Um, I'll toss it back to you. Uh, mm. What do you want? What do you want to play next? Oh, don't give it to me. Just or you can give me the host again, but. Yeah, think about that. I was too busy, and I was I was thinking I was gonna totally pick the song while um while I was listening, but I was too too busy really enjoying that to <laughs> well, to actually uh, pick one. Uh, this was good. Like I'm gonna play that song because I walk around. Oh, in the park, so I got major walk in the park energy. 
which is what that is. <laughs> that is okay. I think I know what to play after that. It's um, it's another. It, it's uh, also acoustic. It is one dude singing. Oh, there's a girl in the chorus singing in a room. Not depressing. Great voice. Particularly, listen for the the back half. This is Gus Dapperton's first aid. Gus Dapperton, wow. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, there we go. Still learning how 
I say that it was just him. I've, I've watched this one live video of him and the girl playing it in a room so many times that I just imagine it like that. I forget that there's drums in the song. <laughs> this is, uh, man, it's it's crazy how much this song is a sleeper. You don't, like, this is mm-hmm. not just listen to part of and enjoy. You have to really go through the whole thing. <laughs> it's a journey. And this, and you nailed it on the head when you're like, oh, songs that I found myself humming later that was this song this was a song that i listened to and i was like okay whatever like i'm always like very hit or miss with gus Taberton, and then i'd listen to it again and then i just find myself humming the 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 little vocal melody that pretty much goes through the whole thing yeah and i and i uh i couldn't help but think while while i was listening to it that this is a pop song made into like a kind of a sad grungy thing a bit a bit like uh i don't know um uh, Marcy Star, Mazzy Star, was it in the nineties? Marcy Playground? No, not Marcy Playground. Mazzy Star. <laughs> uh, Marcy Playground, a bit, a bit of the grunge. Yeah, you know, where it, it takes it, the same exact pop, pop MIDI sequence, essentially, mm-hmm. same corporation, and just turns it into a grunge song, like Nirvana. Yeah, I, that interesting. The grunge thing, I could totally see that influence playing here. I think so. And, that's what makes it go. You know what it sounds like? You know who it sounds like? You know who the song sounds like? It sounds like The Cure. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's definitely dark and emotional. <laughs> you know, it's got the dark emotional. Definitely the emo vibes. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like Gus Dapperton mostly made like like indie funk type of music. He does, yeah. And he he delves all over the place. He's a, he's a big genre bender kind of guy. Let's show. Uh, um, and like I said, pretty hit or miss, but this one, I throughout the year oh, it's a show. it was so it, like i said it was a vocal melody and it was that his screaming i just it really does it for me when he goes into the human and me like it just there's that there's that i think there's a pretty constant flow of, of emo music oh yeah it's a huge thing now emo is yeah. coming back in a big way what's that trippy red does that he's like he's been at the top of that game for a minute now yeah Lil Peep was on that. Lil Peep? Lil Rip. Peep was big on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, XXX, same, same, similar thing. Yep. Dark, depressing, emotional, sensitive, but yeah. Yeah, emotional. Yeah, literally. Emo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, My Chemical Romance put out a line of makeup, a vegan line of makeup uh, recently, and it sold out, all sold out. So people are okay. still fans. Girls are still buying it. MCR for life. I listened to Teenagers this week. That song holds up. I will I will stand behind that song. I currently for anyone listening, Jay's actually currently changing his album choice for four weeks from now. My Black Parade. We're gonna listen to the Black Parade. No. Black Parade is in my Black Parade. But that's funny. It's the Black Parade. The Black Parade. I would know. I saw the tour. With our mom and a brother. And wasn't <laughs> it awful, Gerard Way? 
Gerard Way? No, no. He was great. They were great. They were tight. Really? They had their shit figured I out. Yeah. I'm saying that Gerard Way absolutely was an awful singer. Uh, I mean, I was in the sixth grade, so it was hard for me to tell, but I loved it. All right. Big right. fan. I had a great time. We're going to hold it to sixth grade J standards. We're going to say that that concert in My Chemical Romance, they kick ass. So, I, I, I bought a sweatshirt, wore it every day of the sixth grade, I think. Just about. Yeah. People were concerned when I was in the summer. I was getting, I was a little husky, so I was, you know, a little self-conscious. Went yeah, to, it's pretty, well, then that's what you do. You go wear a sweatshirt get, every day. Wear a sweatshirt every day. No one will ever know. Act like it it's doesn't like, exist. Like wearing a t-shirt in the pool. Works every time. No one ever knows. <laughs> All right, hit me, hit me, hit me, hit me with the host. Oh my God. It's all yours. Hey, it was all this about. Uh, I've uh, I so I watched the Green Book and I haven't stopped quoting the guy. I haven't stopped doing that guy's the Vigo Mortensen Italian voice. Dude, I that's so funny because th- this entire week it's been a joke of me and my coworkers right, doing the fake. Stop my screen. Stop looking at the screen. I'm gonna play the song real quick. Okay, so all right, I gotta pick the song coming off of there. Um, I know what I'm going with. All right, uh, changing off now. Except you can't see it all
All right, Peter, Matt. All right, Pete. Deep cut. And yeah, you know it's the name of the album. First, it's the first song on the album. I believe you mean the titular. Also, song. it's all three of those. <laughs> two of the same. Two are the same thing, just phrased differently. So, like I said earlier, I was looking through the energy tempo of the songs I was going to play, and I was like, "But Paul's going to bring it in with the heat." And it looks like we're both in a pretty pretty low place. But I feel like everyone is in a little bit of a low place this year. So not low, but slow. Definitely slow and boring. And it's like, you know, this is the least fun uh, year of music I've had. Um, all three songs after this are more fun than the first two I played. That's uh, so. Oh, yeah. J. Cam. <laughs> I can't look. Stop. Cut. Stop. Dang, did you see it? Nope, didn't see. I, I only recognize one song that I I believe you'll play, but we'll see. Okay. All right. Um, I that I didn't listen to this album that much. It made me really sad. So that was definitely one that kind of got away from me. Um, I it's definitely a it's a before death album. There's no death about that. No 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 guess about that. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt about that. Breaker win. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Atmospheric. Nice little chimes. I mean, it's uh it's uh the chillest, it's as chill as you can get, basically. And uh, you know, it's it's great. I mean, like like all Mac Miller's last stuff, it's touching and it's true, and it's like it's not trying too hard at all to do really anything. Mm-hmm. And, um it's simple it's that you know, he's he became an he really became an excellent songwriter. I know. You know, not 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 a, not an all time songwriter by any means. He was he was, but compared to where he was when he started, I mean, he was such a simple simple songwriter, and then he really became a, uh, a being able to reach into some some uh, some previously unknown territories, which is pretty cool. I, I honestly think that is the biggest thing with him is that you didn't see this guy who, you know, hit it like had his most popular song, and like then a couple years later he was just riding that wave and he died. Like he was really figuring it out and getting better year after year and like like looking back i honestly i think i will see um swimming as my my favorite mac miller album yeah i think it's hard hard not to with with everything associated with it and we were fans of it right when it came out yeah i mean like along with programs because programs is one of the thickest songs of all time <laughs> you are you will never put down programs program i came on the other day i was shuffling all my songs i was like i just imagine you rapping it which is so funny i got yeah i got all i got all the words on that one <laughs> um yeah gone too soon had a lot to give we're right in the age bracket for him so yep totally. uh, you're older than me i think he was 28 he was he should be 28 or something like that yeah listen to him freshman sophomore year high school you were later high school when we when we started bumping him yep yep basically damn. bunch of kids doing stupid stuff damn yeah mac much like him i feel we've grown gotten better you've learned how to play music now so you're you're really on the trajectory yep. beyond the besides the drug yep definitely you know developing learning i will say though i know my my pick now i um I uh, I heard the bass line in that song 
and it, and I was like, all right, I already know what I'm doing. But that was Circles by Mac Miller, by the way. I'm not sure if we said it. I guess we did say it was. I didn't say the last one either. The last one is, and, and it's still all right. It's still all right by Nathaniel Ray. Yeah, Paul's Paul's not the DJ. I am the professional DJ over here. Yeah, yeah. Jay, Jay's Jay's the DJ. I'm the I'm the producer. So there you go. Yeah. So this next one is a. I think it was originally a Discover Weekly. No, I think I just found it browsing indie on Spotify. This guy, he had ones. The the, uh, the the pollen pollen playlist. Possibly, possibly I may have got it from that. I'm not sure, but this guy, he had this song. He had one song, and I was like, I don't. Know, this is early. Spotify also, by the way. Hey, shout out. out Spotify, sponsor us. Give us that hundred million dollar deal. Yeah, we just like Joe Rogan cut. Hundred million is cool. Um, One million, also fine. <laughs> we'll exclusively play on there, no problem. Yep, totally. totally. We have, we have no allegiances. Or don't let don't listen to Jay. We consider it. We consider it. All right, you're right. <laughs> um. Anyway, so I found this one song. This guy was great. All right, I, the song was great. And then. Uh, Later in the year, this this uh, spring, he put out an EP with five songs on it. All five, I loved this wow. French guy. This song was my number one song according to Spotify. Polo and Pan. This is Volcano by Gustave. Gustave. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're my fireplace, love. I'm high. 
think maybe I mispronounced it. It's a, oh wait. Sorry, I love that bass part. I wanted to make sure that was Bill's played. So I think I may have mispronounced it as Gustav. There's three S's. <laughs> oh, Gustav. 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 Like people in Chicago would say Gustav. Gustav. Have you listened to that Gustav guy? Yeah. Um, if, if you ask anyone, I mean, ideally for me, what my... Uh, Ideally for me, if you ask someone what my taste in music was, I'd hope that they would say vibes. That's 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 all I need. I need something is vibes. I need I need you to give me something that's uh, vibes. Atmos. I need chill vibes mostly. Warm, warm chill vibes. I want vibes. I want the idea of a beanbag to sit into when I listen to music a lot of the time. Yeah, like a pillow, rest your head on. That's what this song is to me. I like atmosphere. This song creates a little, a little dark, cozy cafe you're sitting in. Uh huh. Drinking a strong espresso too. Yeah, yeah, strong espresso because that bass is nice. Oh yeah, yeah, it's there. Yeah, this guy put out that that this song, and I was like, I'm in. I don't care what you put out from now on. You got me. And, uh, <laughs> big fan of this whole the whole EP. If if you that. like that, reminds me. Sorry, reminds me of that French duo. Um, that you showed me one time. It's a, I think it was a guy and a girl, and it was a son of mm. someone famous. Yeah, the daughter of um, I can never pronounce his name right. Not the Decembers, but Warjowski. December is the same time. It's a couple of French people. They yeah. have a song called like Lava or something like that, which Tears probably, of Lava probably remind me of the volcano. Burning peacocks. Burning peacocks. Definitely remind me of the Burning Peacocks. Definitely. See, they also, they too have vibes. Uh, same vibes. I mean, I hope they all, I mean, I hope all music has vibes of some sort. I know, but I it's the specific kind of vibes that I feel like are in my, really French music for me gets it. French indie pop. J vibes. We got J vibes. For sure, J vibes. If you want. Careful rim choice, or sorry, careful uh, snare choice or rim shot. Mm-hmm. Choice. Thick. We need thick bass, thick warm bass. Thick warm bass, chill. Chill. Laid just back. Lounge. Loungy. Loungy. That's it. And this guy and this song just encapsulated like how I feel my music taste is. And uh first time like another first time I listened to it, boom, in it. Huge fan. This was another one of my top three. No questions. You guys only hit three point five million, these burning peacocks, guys. Yeah, they haven't put anything else since 2016, since we found them. Oh well, then I suppose that would explain that. Undulation was pretty good. Undulation was great. They got yeah, I think more. Shining Ghost is good. Yeah, also with another extra letter. I anyway, it reminds me of Abso Facto too with the uh, that's mm. now a meme. With what? Abso Facto. Uh, he had yeah. this song that that you show that's now a meme. Uh, yes. All you wanted me to watch. I, yeah, I'm I'm very familiar. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was saying that for the audience. You showed me the song. Yes. <laughs> it reminds me of that, too, for sure. Interesting. Now, something about the song that really bothered me was the fact that he didn't do any extra music production on the word volcano. Like, the, like he had volcano, volcano, and then he would go into the verse. And, it, like, in the chorus has layered vocals, 
but the volcano part i feel like needs something like a vote quarter in the background following the volcano volcano just to make it a little bit punchier in between punch through better or just shine differently not even out i i don't think i would disagree with that actually i think i, I would have appreciated some, some little punchiness right. on the volcano hey goose get on the album crawl dude come on or whatever i'd have gustav on here in an instant i guess if he speaks english yeah i'm sure he, i'm sure he speaks i mean english. he sings in english so i guess i would assume this 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 uh carries on our chill vibes chill vibes hit me i'm gonna hit you hold on we're not we're not the best of this bear with us we're still figuring it out there you are So what are we in? What do we, I've played three. You've played two. All right, eyes off. Um, which means I played the opener. Which means you will be playing the closer. So think I about that. Closer. True. Oh, I know the closer already. It's already. It's already chosen. Okay. Um, here is the song. It is "Things I Do" by Andy Shaw. one song hard to choose that is an album yeah that, that album is a is is excellent to listen to through i have no doubt that we'll cover it at another time absolutely now we can just talk about this this song um I mean, you were doing 
I, I want it to be said, you were doing a fake trombone playing while that song was playing. There's that that a clarinets. You do know that? That wasn't me. You were playing the Shaggy Defense? That wasn't me. <laughs> I saw you doing it. It wasn't me. All right. So those are clarinets playing, which I, I didn't realize until I um until I saw a little live performance of this they did on Jimmy Kimball. And uh, I was like, oh, it's clarinets. That's what that sound is. I love it. I love that he put clarinets in this. He's such a little cheeky boy. He's a little cheeky boy. Love Andy Schauf. Yeah. Man, you um. Kick it with Andy Shaw every day of the week. You would what? I'd kick it with him. He seems like a cool guy. Apparently, he used to be a Christian artist. I can see it. He's from Saskatchewan. Oh, he's Canadian. That he makes is. so much sense. Cause yeah, okay, Saskatchewan, I which Saskatchewan? I don't know if you know. It's basically Montana. It's basically the middle middle of nowhere. Yeah, which also explains a lot. You know that yeah. it will explain because I, I I wanted to make the comment. I will never get over in a good way. How much I enjoy. Well, no, I will never get over how much I enjoy the way he says words. Better. I love it so much. It is so satisfying. Involved with the way he sings. You must force me a surprise. It makes no sense. So, like, how does someone sing like this? It's not even like it's not his singing ability. It's just the way he says words. It's just, it's just his accent. I he's, love it. He seems like a Swedish person trying to speak English. Yeah. Like the whitest boy alive sounds less Swedish than him. Way alive. Way alive. <laughs> Speaking of, what a duo that would be. Andy Shaw featuring on a white whitest boy alive. Erland. So, Earl, Erland Oye? Erland. Why does this happen more? What? Why don't random artists like that get together more and just like Andy Shaw just sings on a whitest boy alive song? I don't know. I don't know, because rap music figured out the collaboration, but indie artists have have yet to... They're getting there. Not quite there yet. Yeah, he's from Saskatchewan. He's going to be like the last guy alive waiting to collaborate with anybody else. I love that song. I'm glad you picked that song. I don't know if you saw my screen. That's that's on my list. That was my take. It's between that and the titular Neon Skyline off of that album. They're my top ones. Oh, okay, cool. So they're both on your top 20 list? Mm-mm-mm. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Oh, I, I had to choose one between the two songs. Oh, so that means we're going to be hearing another song from that album here coming up. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I'm saying... <laughs> oh, if you I, had to choose between two songs on the album, that would be this exactly. one. Exactly. That's, that's all I'm saying. Hold on. Let me, let me take a look through my... Oh, it was between that and Where Are You, Judy. Oh, Where Are You, Judy's also... But honestly, I feel like, yeah, that song, oh, it's, good. again, hard to pick songs because... I, I don't see it as much as a song like or like it's, it's not like a song it's not a song album it's no. an album album like it's, it's, it's a worth... story it's literally a story it's, it's literally a story yeah I'm going track to a story that needs to be made into a movie like oh, I'd watch it I'd watch that movie for sure and Barack Obama would watch it because this I think this song or one of the songs on the album maybe it was Neon Skyline itself but no way Obama's uh takeaway playlist really Back in like June or July, I was really surprised, and I sent it to my friend who showed who showed me Andy Shaw, right. which is how you got Andy Shaw, which was right. Jeff Anderson uh, who worked at Centrum. And that was originally from um, his side project, uh, Fox Warren. Fox Warren, exactly. Right. Which is what Jeff Anderson was trying to recreate the sound of the band. So funny, and you know. What? I'm like, he's not even on my... See, this is where I'm like, this is so annoying. He's not even on my top songs 2020. 
it's hard. It's hard to catch everything. If you, I guarantee you, if somebody had been watching over my shoulder all year, they'd be like, "Oh, you forgot about these fifty songs that you didn't." Exactly. Yeah. Like, no, he's straight up. He's not because I listened to the whole album. You know, like I didn't, I didn't pick songs to listen to all that much. I think we can all agree it was a weird year. We're going to get back next year and make some good experiences, go along with some songs. We're all going to get the vaccine or whatever. We're yeah, gonna it's going to be a good time. We're going to we're going to figure it out. It's not going to be a problem. Yep. Well, that was a great pick. I'm I'm happy you did. That was the definitely one of the ones where I was like, oh, you're. Uh, I knew you were going to pick it, so I'm glad I didn't have to. Because it's. it's I, I'm glad I get, I get dominion. I get dominion over that album. Vegas dominion over Flume. <laughs> Let it be said. I call. Hey, if we're calling Dominion on songs, I call All Star by Smash Mouth. I think. I think to follow that. I think to follow that. Okay, I got two songs left, and I think it's better to pick this next one over the other one. This song is the lead single of an album released this year, and um, this is. Another kind of sleeper. It hit me. I'd listened to the album multiple times, but it really hit me. I was sitting on the subway about to go to the interview, and it hyped me up in a way that I didn't see coming. I just kind of had my a playlist on shuffle, and this came on, and I, it just gave me energy, and it's given me energy every time I've listened to it since. This is <laughs> Can I Believe You by Fleet Foxes.
there's um two big reasons wow. this song killed it for me yeah do you think do you think you might be able to guess what those two things are breakdowns of bum 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 and then the switch up to the drum heavy sequences there are several a couple of breakdowns that were nice i would have combined those two things into one thing and that just being the drums in general <laughs> and you are 100 percent correct there the drums in this are <laughs> unbelievable and that crash or the wave yep. is just so cool and powerful. I would like to add from a production standpoint, this is damn near perfect. Yeah. Uh, Pecknold, uh, what's his first name? Whatever, Pecknold. Good old Pecknold. Lead guy of Fleet Foxes, currently living in the lower east side, going to Columbia Law. Yo, crazy thing. Really? He's going to Columbia Law School? Yeah, it's it's a whole joke of them. Yeah, what? Les Artistes. Nice song that, that I'm covering right now. Yeah. Lower East Side artists. Uh, wait, but she's from London. She moved to New York. Oh, Les. How funny. Anyway, um. Oh, it, so it's that and is the chorus. The chorus, I am a big chorus fan. You hit me with a bunch of nice, pretty voices at the same time. Harmonizing. I'm going I'm to like it. I'm going to enjoy that is it. A, that is some really high-quality vocal work. Mm-hmm. To be able to replicate that exact sound over and over again. I mean, I'm sure Jacob Collier is listening to this and being like, he's an amateur. He has no idea what he's doing. But um, that's. I'm just kidding. Jacob Collier wouldn't say that. But Jacob Collier's chorus work is the best in the world. Uh, yeah, that is true, but uh, yeah, Fleet Foxes. Uh, I mean, I don't are you familiar with Fleet Foxes? Fleet Foxes know how to fucking harmonize, yeah, yeah, they uh, they might be right up there in the running. In fact, they might even be Jacob Cole. Yeah, uh, is it one person or is it seven? No, it's it's multiple people, but the lead guy is you know, I'm gonna have to figure out his name. Oh, they're from Seattle originally. I actually did not know that. Oh, Robin, Robin Pecknold, lead vocals and guitar. He's the he's the the guy. I mean, he's got the voice, and I think he's he's the the band leader. Sure. And um, yeah, so they they had an album before this back in. So they went on a hiatus for a while, so he could go back to college. So because he really wanted to go to college, and then they came back with Crack Up in 2017. This album is basically a folk prog, a prog folk album. Yeah, I'm good on that. Yeah, you're looking here. You got a six minute. You got a four fifty. You got a eight forty five. Yeah, like they're long songs. They go crazy. There's a lot of things. So people liked it. I liked it. I guess it was interesting. It was there. But, but they came back. They came back with this 2020 short. It was kind of a surprise release. If you look at the track times here, there's a, there's 15 songs. So it's yeah, I didn't a, know about this. A little lengthy. But uh, didn't didn't mess around with the songs. They 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 figured it out. There's a lot of good stuff in here. Totally worth listening to. This is the lead single, like I said. But this is the one that I think over time a couple other songs might peek themselves out for me. But this one really really hit me, and I I can see it. Yeah, if I look at the, it's one of those things. If I look at the cover of the album, I'm like, that's what this song makes me feel like. It's this warm sunbathed wave of, of water kind of crashing over you and to me can i believe you that song we just listened to was was extremely hopeful yes well actually it's funny because it's he's it's a good comeback song 
lyric writing he's saying can i believe you can i trust you can i can i be with you anymore you know what i don't want to be with you anymore that's what the song is about it's actually a brutally brutal brutal song wow wow um and as far as i go uh, one one thing the last thing i want to mention is another thing that really drove this into me is the uh the music video for it it's this like dance routine between these two people and they shot on this like grainy film and uh it's it's beautiful they made more hipster jungle no in a way i guess yes but this is more like yeah i would highly recommend watching it um i i I really enjoyed it (sighs) so that's yeah that was my pick I, i was excited to play that one that that was that was actually one of my last picks that was i was debating between that and a couple other things so you know what? I, think um, I, tr- I think I have a tough time appreciating that song. What do you mean? Generally speaking, um, it, it just it follows. I, I'm really interested in songs that are that are starting something new or trying to do something that is that is innovative. Gotcha. I think I can I can uh, I miss a lot of the the the, the good stuff in between. Just like the recreated old stuff. Yeah, that yeah that's more of like the, yeah this song is more perfecting a form. Mm-hmm kind of thing it's not they're not they're not blown away they're they don't come at you with like this is crazy it's more of like listen to how good and warm and perfect this kind of sounds absolutely it sounds like it sounds like a, a flock of birds flying off from a tree but it sounds like yeah that uh, and it's I, perfect too it's really good I mean, yeah really good it's like a like a nice landscape painter who's been doing it for you know 30 years like that's just, wow i love that description of it that's perfect that's exactly that's how i feel about the song totally i Personally, love landscape painting. So, <laughs> this this song does for me what landscape paintings do for me. If you like landscape painters, hold on. I have a painter that I follow <laughs> who who is above the rest. <laughs> on Instagram. On on Instagram. Oh, I would love it. And I want I'm some more landscapes right now. If I if I can find her in time. There's nothing more that I like than a big canyonous landscape with just beams of light peering in. Yeah, it makes me feel like that song. Wow, that's so funny. You totally hit the nail on the head for me. Oh boy, I'm gonna I'm gonna have trouble finding her. Um, let's see if she's made a post recently. I'm kind of on a last ditch effort to hopefully catch it. It's like Emily Persons art or something like that. Could have sworn her name was Emily or Rebecca. Uh, but you could she, you could find it later. I mean, I'll remind yeah, you. If I don't find it in the next twenty seconds, I'm giving up. And I'll text you so you can you can remember. For sure. I think she's Australian. Those Aussies are big on the art, you know, especially up in Path. In Path. In Path. Giving back out. Oi. I'm giving back out. Oi. I'm giving back out. Oi. Me and Paul have a running joke of impersonating Kevin Barker being a koala. Saying I'm Kevin Parker. And oh, I'm Kevin Parker. Oi, oi, I'm Kevin Parker. Picture koala is so easy to picture a koala saying it. Oi, I'm, a, I'm Kevin Parker. I play what? a little. What? I play a little drums. I play a little synth. <laughs> I love me some good psychedelics. What you want to hear this? You want to hear this? Uh, you can lick this, huh? Uh, okay, her name is Emily Person Art and Person with with two S's. So can you just you can just send it to me i don't just, know i know this is a podcast for, for the oh for, you're doing a shout out I'm doing a shout out uh she's yeah she's got 28.6 thousand followers on instagram pretty pretty solid okay um well you want to toss it over and 
and I will get on the next song. <laughs> Have you thought of it? Do you know what you're going to play to follow up? So I can't believe you. I have it in my head right now. No. Will I look at my playlist and find out right now? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not looking. You have three more songs. Oh, wait. Wait, I'm on the last one, right? No. I have one more song. Oh. So you have two more songs. Yep, yep, yep. All right. All right. I got it. Give him back it. He's a diamond. You were hanging in the morning, feeling all different kinds of were talking about everything. In the past, we were We started talking about the Here for us, I think.
there's another firm bass song, no doubt about it. But let's be real, the percussion takes the song away. Percussion and bass is he he Kevin Kevin Packett is traditionally a drummer and uh, he, he knows a drummer? He knows how to do drums. He knows how to he knows how to record drums. Yeah, he probably he live he live records all of his drums. Yes. So all of this is just him on a pair of bongos, which is to say that some you know it's it's professional is what it is. It's a Cold Stone killer. To think of one koala going in there by himself. Yeah, they don't move fast and they sleep very often. <laughs> I love this song. This is another, it's on my top songs because this is on my running playlist. This is a great running song. This is, that, this is an excellent running song. Drum and bass, that keeps you going. Would if highly you recommend it. Video game, this, this made it too. What? If you could guess which video game this made it to. Grand Theft Auto? That's pretty that's a good guess for sure. I have no idea. We play it often. We 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 constantly pick songs to go on this video game. We pick songs to go on this video game? So many songs have that have been on all of our playlists. Oh FIFA. This video game. Of course, FIFA. FIFA. He did a whole live performance for FIFA. There you go. I believe included this song. Yeah, I believe it because yeah, it has to be this song. This was on FIFA twenty. This is on this is on the most recent FIFA, FIFA twenty one. So how, and speaking of that, how funny is it? That, I don't know if that's speaking of this, but this is the second song in this playlist of artists we watched at Lollapalooza last year. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, I mean, yeah, that definitely had a huge impact. I mean, I mean, I, I did not expect a Tam and Paula song coming from you, to be honest. The "Is It True" is an absolute heater. The rest of the album is pretty good. It's okay. It's most, like I'm not. I'm not a gigantic fan, but it didn't take it, it away from me. It didn't take it away. It, 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 yeah, no. I mean, it's not my favorite, but there's some good stuff. I, I, I did want to say there was a. It's funny. I wanted to possibly throw out the possibility of me throwing in an honorable mention for this because there's one the back end of a song off that album I kind of wanted to play for this. I absolutely am okay with an honorable mention because I, of course, have one too. I have more than one. So perfect. So we'll throw it. In, we'll throw that at the end. But. uh I for love free, that. By the way, for free, okay? So for free. You don't have to pay extra. You don't have to donate. You don't have to send me directly Venmo. Paul Johnson twenty four. Paul dash John. Paul dash Johnson dash twenty four. But if you did, it would be cool. All right, cool. Send me twenty bucks. James, James dash Johnson dash sixty nine. No problem. Anytime. We'll gladly accept it if you like our music and found someone new from this. Yeah, no, yeah. Five dollars. No problem. Free though. Free. Prefer we're gonna give you the episode for free. <laughs> or is, we will never put up a paywall. <laughs> we would never do that. Even though we know we deserve it. We wouldn't do it even though we know we can pull it and we deserve it. Because we work hard for this and it's quality. It's 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 top quality and we know that all our audience would listen. So that's that's why we wouldn't we wouldn't know. Is it true? I don't know. So that's also the songwriting on that song. So it's obviously a song about like, she's, she's questioning you. Is it true in a relationship? And, and are you devoted? Because she's talking about, Hey, we were talking about devotion. You brought up all different types of things. Um, and you, she just said, is it true? Is it true? Is that the hardest answer to that? Hardest question to ask answer as a guy? Yeah. I don't know. Tim and Paula, certainly uh, Kevin Pack is certainly having his, having his say at it. I would say that it's it's hard to answer in the way that it's hard to it's hard to define 
uh, well, I don't know. Hard to define. Hard to put. Hard to put into words. Exactly. But you know like, what I mean? How do you tell someone you're devoted to them for life without? It is true. Beyond just saying that. Really, what they want is the actions. At the end of the day, that's 100 right. Anyway, they want the actions. Ladies, is it true? Is it true? Tell me now. He's feeling a little bit of a pressure. Tell me now. <laughs> you need to know now. You get you're getting the brick wall if you don't tell me it's true right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> so did we think Kevin Parker said it's true? Well, he did get married. Then he did. Then he did. <laughs> Congratulations, Kevin. He is one happily married koala now. Wow. No Go for Sunshine. Kevin. What was it? Some um what was his Kevin. one of his earlier songs, Sunshine Loneliness or something like that? Um what? Uh he's uh um obviously he has the being alone is the best thing ever what was this song solitude is bliss solitude is bliss he's got that shout out chris hemmablau he knows the opening riff really well there you go and he yeah 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 that's all that's all i'll bring up about that so we love inside jokes here that paul also doesn't know inside jokes just for me (laughs) inside jokes by yourself by myself (laughs) <laughs> shout out scott three he'd love that call he loved that uh that mention all right trey bomb hey trey bomb bass master bass lord slum lord no i want my last song he's moving to his last song do you know what it is i don't know i mean i it would i would take a random guess and say no i don't know what it is though so. you really you couldn't take a random guess no, I certainly, I certainly couldn't. His album was one of my top albums from last year, 2019. And this song, actually, listen to it when it came out. Is it Michael Kiwanuka, Final Days Bonobo Remix? Ooh, it's not, but that would have been a good contender. Aye. Um, Wait, Kiwanuka came out this year. Yeah, but, he, but the Bonobo one came out this year, right? Yeah, but no. Kiwanuka came out this year. No, no, that came out in 2019. Oh, it did. Yeah, you're right. That's why I didn't make it. I was like, it would be yeah. weird if any of his songs didn't made it onto my, yeah. did not make it onto my final list. The album wasn't the shit. It wasn't as good as the previous one to me. I mean, even if it was as good, I didn't like it as much. I did really like it though. I liked it. I like Solid Ground. I like Solid Ground's so good. <laughs> Solid Ground's a keeper for a long time, I think. It's a good song. Got some heat. Anyway, um. I'm, I'm trying to ramp up over here if you could not interrupt to my final song. <laughs> His album was one of my tops from last year. The single came out. I passed over it. I listened to it. Didn't really feel much about it. My girlfriend Mia sent me the song. I listened to it again. And I realized this song is amazing. <laughs> I think I've been listening to it on repeat ever since. Hold on. Let's hear it. You're Too Precious by James Blake.
abstract world i love wait what do you mean welcome to as you, as you lived in that I, yeah I, pretty much i only know godspeed and uh and i'll come to uh yeah no listen to his early it, that album from i'll come to that is his uh most accessible <laughs> music oh okay <laughs> yeah that's him that whole album is him being accessible okay that's that's pretty much all i know from him yeah so i i i, I only started i only really started getting into James Blake because um because his last stuff is like that vocal stuff he does on this that's a, a commonplace James Blake lots of vocal thing. cutting yeah a lot of some vocal cutting yeah um, it's, it's it's cutting edge that's cutting edge it, it's a little bit you know I don't know you know you don't like it uh, well a lot of artists have, have tried to implement it and and I don't think he's found the exact I don't think he's found an exact winner for it but yeah sure i mean like i don't that's i mean that's nowhere near my favorite part of the song i think what he did really well in this song is he like changed speeds he changed like tempos and and basically phased in and out of different scenes of the song yes really really well yes and basically dj'd his own music into into a set of a set that's a song so that that is really cool it's almost like it's almost like going through a powerpoint presentation like uh like next slide next slide and then there's like a transition size like whoa and then it brings in a whole new that's funny 
I don't know. I for me to this for me this song I can't even think about it in that terms. This song just like make it's just like a really emotional song for me. Like I, I see this song as extremely intimate, enclosed, this like very sweet. It's called "You're Too Precious." It's about the person he loves, and that it's yep. just like this enclosed little space. It'll be my bubble is is in the song, and that that's how I feel about the song. The song to me is like this little bubble. It's like this little enclosed little space that I, I would just I would I would love to live in. It's it's, it's nice. It's rosy, and uh, yeah, I love this song. This is like it's like love in a song, like it's like uh, yeah. Very, it's very, uh, yeah, like you said, intimate was a good word. Yeah, it's it's, it's got its own little space, and I love the how how he kind of creates that. Like I said, love vibes. The song isn't like a vibe in in the sense that the volcano is, but it does create its own atmosphere, and in that atmosphere being, it feels like to me, this song feels like a passing moment, something that you wish you would have remembered, but you can't seem to. And it seems like he's been able to capture mm. that that feeling, and that that's how, that's how I feel about the song, and that's why I really like it, and I, I appreciate it. Yeah. Wow. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I would say that that's uh, that that's uh, it definitely brings up like childhood feelings. Mm-hmm. There, there's definitely that aspect of it where it feels like a child's song almost. Yeah. 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 There's yeah. I, I that's a good way to put it. Yeah. I I, I totally agree. Very good. Wow. Yeah, I definitely didn't expect some James Blake being dropped down tonight. Um, what did you think about his whole album? The 2020 album. He didn't have it. What, the covers? What do you mean? Are he didn't put out. What are you talking He didn't put out an album this year. Besides, he just put out a covers EP. Oh, did Godspeed not come out in 2020? Godspeed did come out in 2020. It's a part of a cover. Godspeed is a cover of a Frank Ocean Paul song, Paul. Oh, I had no idea. Wait, you don't know Godspeed by Frank Ocean? No, I don't know Frank Ocean well at all. Uh, I would highly recommend, just for the experience of doing it, listening to Blonde all the way through. A lot of people do not like it. A lot of people love it. It's a very divisive album for Frank Ocean. Godspeed's on it. Godspeed was one of my favorite songs on it. Oh, so that's why you were like, oh, you you got Godspeed by James Blake. I had no idea that was covered. Yeah, yeah, I know. So he put an album this year uh, of co- like literally like two weeks ago. He he put it he he put out all these covers over the the year because of quarantine. But now he's put it out in a proper um, EP. And it's also got "When the Party's Over" by Billie Eilish. Godspeed by that, and I don't know the other songs. I never listened to it to be honest. So my list. <laughs> I love James Blake now, though. I think it's because we have the same name. Wait, so. But was that a cover? That was not a cover. No, that was an original song he just put out earlier this year. Okay. Okay. Single? It was just a single. Just a single. That's why I was confused. Interesting. James Blake is a that guy's an impressive vocalist. He's I don't know, who would you say is the best male vocalist of current of 2020? Currently. I have no idea. Gotta name one. I'd have to I'd have to get a top three. I'm so bad about thinking about people like that on the on the spot. I am too. too. It's not a not an easy question to answer. The best you always say Frank Ocean because Frank Ocean's, you know. God. Actually I think I might honestly I think I'd be okay just going straight with Frank Ocean. 
going to be hard. It's, it's hard to say. And it's also hard to say because people, singers last such a long time. It's like, it's not like it's sports where they, you got to turn 35 and you're done. Like Exactly. You know, it lasts for a long time. So like for me to bring up, you know, um, I was going to say Death Cab for, for Cutie. interesting i wouldn't call him necessarily early i think he's really strong strong songwriter more so than a singer yeah it's it's just one of the first things that came to mind as far as a male singer yeah uh, currently i don't know why but um but either way it's just it's kind of hard because it's like what's the top justin bieber is an incredible that was that was actually what what i would go to is there's justin bieber because he he, i mean he is a fantastic singer no one can deny that he's a legendary mythic singer like you listen you listen to him singing you just watch him in the streets and it's like holy shit you're pitch perfect yeah 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 how do you do that and he got the voice he's got he's got it all yeah absolutely remarkable can't deny jay beeps you just can't so enough on justin bieber i suppose I guess. We can talk more about Justin Bieber. No, I think that's enough. Talk about young Frank Sinatra. That guy was crazy. Our sister was just listening to Frank Sinatra. I saw it on Spotify. Wait, how long have I been muted? You're not muted at all. I just was muted. I just unmuted myself. You've been muted this whole time? You wouldn't have, you would have been able to hear me. No, not the whole time. No way. But I think that during the last song, James Blake, you were able to hear me. I was able to hear you the whole time, so you were not muted. Strange. Oh, I just hit the space bar on X. Okay. Okay. So you muted for a little bit. All right. All right. All right. <sighs> yeah, you would have been able. You would have yeah. Been able. Yeah. Yeah. One minute sense. All right. Oh wow. Well, that's a touching. That's a touching song. Um, I, I feel good about that being my last song of the the evening. Okay. Well, hit me on over. I'll hit you with the next song. You're the host. I'm the host already. You're good to go. I learned something from doing this for the last hour. Oh. Or, or, or. this is gonna be a long episode i have a feeling but i'm okay with that we're listening through full songs basically so yeah. okay you already know what it is though folks wow Texas sun, oh girl. 
Texas natives, both Texas, Dallas, or I think uh, Houston, uh, Houston, yeah, Crewman and Liam Bridges. Fun fact: I think the guitarist and and drummer of Krongbin started at uh, the church that Beyonce attends in Houston. I knew they started; they were in a church group. I didn't realize that that was the case. Yeah, the biggest church in Houston, which you know, it's Texas, so it's a big church. Mm, interesting for real for real i'm i'm not gonna lie i'm surprised by this you you didn't go for their new album you went for their ep i really like time i really like time but and time made it into my consideration but it wasn't a hit for me it was it was like a somewhat hit you know made it into my top 100 but certainly not my top five interesting but this one did this one did, dude. This song I played so many times, January through April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On repeat, January through April. Wow. No doubt about it. Leon Bridges singing the, the smooth vocals over the top, the nice and easy guitar of Krong being, to me, it perfectly envisions a sunset, which is why I saved it as the last song because it's just, just, is, is there, is, could I pick a better song as far as just you're rolling down the road and that's, and you're just, cruising to the sunset nights nope. ending. that's a that's a no no it is uh don't get me wrong that is a fantastic finisher yeah this, 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 song, song, this song didn't hit you nearly as hard clearly no no honestly i i didn't like it <laughs> it's not it's not that it, it's it's actually really good <laughs> It is good. I, I, I no, it's not bad. I just it, this song just did not hit me at all. Like I hate to be that guy, but it um yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was. It just I love Kringbin. I love Leon Bridges. Yeah. Not sure if I love them together. Hey, you know, to be fair, I don't like the John John Mayer Leon Bridges combo, and I liked both of them. It's not even necessarily I definitely don't like the John Mayer Leon. Yeah, Leon Bridges doesn't collab well. I think he just generally doesn't collab well. Uh, he he didn't he didn't collab well with Odessa. 
Although I, I did kind of grow to like the song a lot. I kind of like, yeah, I do kind of like that. I like that song. I like that song more than this song. Yeah, I like that song a lot. Across the Room. That was, that was a good song. That, that, was, a good, that was a good song. In 2018, I believe. But you're not really collabing with EDM artists. You're just kind of singing over their songs. You know what but I that's mean? That's what collabing is a lot of the time. I mean, what collabing is a lot of time as a vocalist. Leon Bridges doesn't sit there playing, knocking out a guitar solo. And here's the, here's the thing with this song. It's not... I. With a Krungbun song, you're not like trying to bang. You're not trying to like party to it. You're literally just trying to chill to it. And it's like I could totally chill to the song. There's no problem with that. I, I like the song. I think fundamentally, it's completely fine. It's a good Krungbun song. It just doesn't hit it a park for me. Nice in the yeah. way that like Como Se Quieres does. Sure, 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 sure. Or Marie Tambien does. You know what I mean? It's just it's not Those there. Not doing for it. In the day. No, but that's the thing. Like, I love his vocals. I think everything about this song works. I think if you were to play this song for me, if they were to ask me, should we put this out and say, like, yeah, hell yeah, put this out. Is it a home run? No, but it's a great song. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. solid in every way. Yeah, I think it. For this, this probably comes down to the same reason that I like the Eagles and you don't. Oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of an eagle song there's nothing from men- fundamentally wrong with eagles i just don't like them yeah I, you know. I hate their vibe that's yeah. funny <laughs> i could see this song being done by the eagles to be honest it is an eagle song a lot of the oh, time. where, God, where are the eagles from they're from la right they're from yeah. yeah yeah but this is an americano song there's no doubt about it americana uh, this is an Americano song. It's a song that they all took one shot of espresso and then poured approximately three to five ounces of hot water over. Very good. Very good. No, I like the song. I don't mean to shit on it. I uh, I do really like this song. I mean, whatever. You know, we, we all have different music tastes. So it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, this song definitely I had on repeat. I uh, sang along a lot um, January through May and so so i mean i think that's i think that's what kind of what makes music stick with a lot of people is just like you know the life experience that you're having and matches up with this this mood of the song and you know that's that's what hits and that's good that's gonna be a lot of things it's like you're gonna hear a song and you're gonna you're gonna react with it emotionally because of the things (laughs) that you're doing and the the way that you're feeling and and the way that that matches that and and sets a soundtrack for that in a way if your life was a movie so it is funny to see but then I feel like that's the way a lot of people view music, but then there is the overarching taste in music that you've defined beyond those parameters. So then you look within those parameters to then soundtrack kind of your life, if you will. So it's, it's kind of funny. Yeah, totally. Totally. So yeah, that's it. I mean, that's, that, that's our, that's our 10 picks on top five, both of our top fives. I, I, I'm happy with mine. How do you feel about yours? Uh, I, I'm, I I think it's probably, you know, out, out of every top five that I could have named my entire life, I would say this is going to be one of the lamer ones. But Oh, yeah. But, but you know, it still hits, and I'm happy with the songs. I'm happy, happy with what I chose. And, yeah. You know, I, I was really in between on the sixth song that I'll include, so um, <laughs> I'm, excited that, I'm excited to throw that in. So I would say that, that that's where I'm at. So yeah, I think let's take a quick break and then we'll come back. Let's do some, uh, yeah, we'll do the honorable honorable mentions. Yep. Sounds All good. right. All right. See you, Ben. Okay, and we're back. So we're going to hop 
right into uh, Jay. What's your uh, honorable mention? Oh, really? Oh, so we're just gonna go back to me then? Okay, I can't get, I can't finish. I can't, I, I can't finish it off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the guy. Mm. No, no, no. Toss it over. Toss it over. No, nope. I'm just kidding. I'm happy to. <laughs> Yes, right. yes, that's how it is. I got it all queued up. Um, this song, I just want to say, there's there, there's only one thing it could be, and that's an honorable mention. You know why? It's an it's, honorable mention. Because only the only the back half I really like. Oh. I love it. I love this song, but it's the back half. You know what I mean? It couldn't be the whole song, so it had to be. I get that. An honorable mention. This is starting at 3.45, Posthumous Forgiveness by Tim and Paula. Are we ready? Ready. You want to guess what what my favorite part of that song is? Uh, what the drumming, I suppose. Yeah, it's that drum intro. It's that drum intro. But I I I think this song can't be whatever. This part that I picked couldn't be its own song. I completely understand how the song works. It completely changes. If you listen to the first song, it's not it's not what we just listened to. Mm-hmm. It turns into that. But there's something about listening to four minutes of an entire song, or I'm sorry, three minutes of a whole song, and then getting that in the back end of it, and that drum beat where, so the song completely falls off, comes back with his singing, and then that drum track intros. And it's one of the most satisfying drum intros uh, I'm familiar with. Can I you love it. Back? I definitely did not notice the drum intro. Huh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
Is sweet is because he ups the octave on the scene. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I may not disagree with you. It is the the balance between that snare hit and his high falsetto. Yeah, yeah. they they counter off each other so well. No, it's yeah. It's I love the drums so much, but it's only because the singing and the vocal melody are so good as well. Yeah, yeah. I will not disagree with that. So, so yeah, there I play. I went back a little farther. You saw the ending of the first part of the song into this, what is my favorite part of the song. This really, this is really two songs. It's also a really it's intimate two song for him. Is, is he's got a dead mom and he's dead dad. Yeah, he's got a dead mom. Dead dad. She, she's dead. So I no, his his dead father. It's about his dead dad. Which he said just a child and his mother. Oh, he's writing it. Oh, he's he's saying just so, his mother, so he's writing it to his dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, left his left his. If this song is about his dead mom, but I, I I've listened to this so many times and I have I I've never looked up the lyrics because. I mean, like ever since I was a young boy, ever once ever since I was a small boy, no one else compared to you. No way. I always thought I was. I always thought Hero stayed close whenever tro troubled times arose. Like, this is about his dad. I'm 99. Well, is his mom or dead or no? Or is his dad dead? I am. I, I actually didn't know it. Let's look into Kevin Par Parker's personal history. Jerry Parker. Old Jerry? Wexler? Divorce, separated and divorced when he was three. Uh, let's see here. He's from Zimbabwe and South Africa? <laughs> I had absolutely no idea. What the hell? His parents got divorced. He said in Brisbane. From the age of 12, he lived with in, in Cotislo with his father, stepmother Rhonda, and brother Stefan. Well, his other paternal half-brother Stuart resided in Brisbane. He was a younger maternal half-sister. So blah, 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 blah. 
Does his father play music as a hobby? All right, okay. Oh, man, this is too much to read right now. I know, I know, I know. I'm I know, not know. sure. It's about one of his parents. It's 100% about one of his parents. Oh, uh, while Parker was recording his first album, his father died uh, a year-long struggle with cancer. Jerry's death had a massive effect on Parker, who said, it was a weird time, extremely confusing. I didn't really know what to make of it. Here we go. Bad death. There Posthumous forgiveness is about is what the name of the song is. So it's about his dad, his dad dying and him forgiving him for a lot of things. It's a very yeah. lyrically interesting song, which I will usually never congratulate Kevin Packa on his songwriting, but in this one, I uh, I do really like it. Actually, yeah, I think it's easy to win when you write an intimate song about your dad dying. But anyway, kind of hard to lose there, I mean, unless intimate. you're a piece of shit. It's intimate that it's close to your heart, unless your intimacy is like the biscuit intimacy, where it's like, you were a loser, I was a loser, we both fucked and did math on a trailer. So that was that was my big honorable. I'm not even gonna address that. That was my big honorable mention. <laughs> I, I felt like it needed to be played. I, I would have felt remiss if I didn't play it, just because I love that back half so much. If I hear that, I can't. My body sways. I go up and down to the knees. I bounce around. My arms start moving. I have a good time. You become a wackily inflatable and flailing, flailing arm that I do, man. Honestly, I'm not going to disagree with you there. I kind of do. When that, everything that I have, like, I don't even know what he's saying. I don't care. His voice with those drums, give me that all day. Somebody all day. Somebody give him the happy. What do you got? What do you got for us? You're the captain. What's your um Am I the captain? You're the captain. What's your honorable mention? My honorable mention is something that damn it was close. Close to making it on there. Because it was something that definitely stuck with me, but um <laughs> it is not Drake. Um <laughs> so, <laughs> I was on there because it was just honestly one of my top songs in 2021. What is it? This is What Am I by Jordan What am I supposed to do? Supposed to do? I watched the news this morning Another town has fallen People still are fighting The stories told in pictures Nothing ever changes So what's the point in trying I dream of a day When the walls come down I hope for a time When the lost and found Thought we had it all But the answer Is still a world away So what am I shelter only to meet nothing who wants you 
good stuff with this guy okay i want to say this with me and paul years running now have collaborative playlists every every season just like basically we have a constantly running collaborative playlist paul did not put this song nor the nathaniel waitlove song on our collaborative playlist and i'm here to ask what the fuck is wrong with you (laughs) well i mean i i wanted to keep certain certain on the playlist going so like i wanted to have it more like more like indie pop no no what do you okay a you don't do that at all and b there's no vibes on the playlist the playlist is whatever we're listening to i want whatever you're listening to well all right oh my god especially the songs that are i'm just disappointed although I don't know when I started listening to this song. Um, I love this. This was this was straight Nick Mulvey vibes right here. Oh, for real? Yeah. I, I you mean, didn't get that? No, no, not at all. Um, I got more like uh, Amy Winehouse type of deal. Like what? Maybe maybe a little off. Maybe like a chill Amy Winehouse. Like kind of like a, a Keen almost. Oh, I'm getting positive African. I don't know. This is like some stuff you're gonna raise your arms to. Like <laughs> some yeah, hopeful. I, yeah, I got like a Bon Iver maybe. Bon maybe got... Bon Iver if Bon Iver like liked life more than he does. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I can see it. Uh, he's got some really other, some really good other stuff too, Jordan Macamba. So definitely recommend checking him out. I, I actually just checked out his stuff for the first time today, and I was like. Uh, wow, this is actually pretty good. And I yeah. watched this live, and he does it perfectly live. Nice, super chill, dude. Like, That's what you like to really, see. Really, really laid back. 
nothing you like the same more than liking a song, seeing it live, and seeing them actually be able to play the songs. Huge. Absolutely huge. And speaking of, Jordan Macaba is actually a little bit huge as well. He's a, a large male. So, oh, like literally a large person. I was like, he didn't seem to have that many plays, but... Oh, large person, yes. Tom has like 27 million plays, though, so he's, he has relatives. He has at least one hit. Hit, hit. <laughs> it was used on a commercial or something. Oh, <laughs> uh, gotcha. Well, that makes sense. I guess. I know. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I have no idea. Oh. No, you don't know. Um, that's it. I don't want to go further than that. I think that's good. No, yeah, that that's perfect. We we got done. We got we got exactly what we wanted on the table. Um, but yeah, you know, a couple other songs. There were some other a couple uh, Mac Miller songs from the Circles album yep. that I thought about putting on there. Definitely. Um, yeah, I had the difference from Flume. Yep. Um, man, there are so many 2019 songs. I wish we we were yep. doing this in 2019 so I could have some more. We songs. could just play the whole EP by FKJ, and that would have been that would have um, been good. Place to start. <laughs> For sure, that would have been the first twenty minutes of the of the show. Just... I, I I wanted to be risk so bad, but yep, it's not on there. That's okay. That's all right. Goal is in the risk by FKJ featuring Boss. Anyway, I think that's it for us. Yes. So you are announcing. I'm super excited oh. for to hear what album is going to be up on the next episode. I do have a little bit of ramp up for this because so Hey-o. we Paul and I. Paul and I have been on a little bit of a journey since Corday. Corday, I heard gospel, Aretha Franklin. He heard jazz, Fats Waller. I heard jazz, Tom Mission Yusuf Days. He went jazz, Steely Dan. I'm done. I'm over it. We're done. All right. I'm creating a new chapter. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I wanted to do something a little bit more familiar to us. I'm doing Writer's Block by Peter, Bjorn, and John. It's an album I'm pretty familiar with, one that you are not super familiar with, but anyway, by any means. I think I think I only know one song on the album. You know it's, it's in my top five songs of all time, probably. You know it from you know it from young folks. Amsterdam. Everybody knows young folks. Amsterdam? Amsterdam is also on. I was gonna say you probably know two songs. Okay, okay. I thought Am- I, I thought they were on a later album for some reason. Nope. Amsterdam. Amsterdam and Young Folks are the two songs. But it is, to me, this this is this is gonna be breaking ground for the album crawl because this is a song. This is an album that we know. That you know. And I, I know. definitely yeah. know pretty well. I know at least four songs off of it. So this this contains one of my top five songs of all time. Same. Probably same. So um, yeah, we're doing Amsterdam. I think it's gonna be fun. I think it's gonna be oh. a good. We're taking a break uh, for a couple of weeks. Um, then uh, post January, we're gonna be doing this one. So I think it's gonna be a good deep winter album. To be honest, I feel like it'll fit the atmosphere. So um, yeah, that's it's what we're doing. A spring summer album. I have no idea what you're talking about, but hey, we can make a winter album. Hey, listen to Amsterdam. Listen to Amsterdam again. You tell me what 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 season brings to mind. All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. We're gonna talk about Scandinavians. This is some Scandinavian. That's true. It's winter there all the time. <laughs> I heard in De- I heard in Denmark the girls pick up on the guys. Very good. And Sweden. 
Because there's a higher male to female population, so the girls got to be hunting. Heard about that? You mean less females, more females, less males? More. Sorry, yeah, that opposite. Yeah, gotcha. But anyway, so that's what you got to look forward to. We're taking a little break. We're gonna listen to that album a lot, which I think will not be too hard. And uh, you'll see us then. But for now, it's James Johnson and Paul. We'll see you next time on the Album Crawl. Thanks for listening.